Find out the secrets to building your personal brand. Get control in your life by using leverage. Discover the power of outsourcing. The king of the no BS common sense approach to business. Welcome to Confessions of a Virtual Boss, hosted by the virtual boss himself, Michael Brody. Hello and welcome to episode number four of Confessions of a Virtual Boss. And as always, your host and virtual boss, Michael Brody. And I am delighted to be with you today. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to our show. We really, really do appreciate it. And I promise, as always, I'm going to give as much value as possible. Of course, I'm going to add my mix of attempted humor and, of course, the British sarcasm that comes with the package, you know, and the no BS style. We don't have time for the crap in this show. You want that? You go to a different show. We don't. We want to drill right down to it. You, as my listener, you know as well as I do, we want a bit of humor, but we want to get to the facts and the points, and we want to get to, you know, we, really want, we want to grow a business. We want to free up with time and we want to grow a business. So today, in episode four of Confessions of a Virtual Boss, we're going to drill down to what it is to create a personal brand. See, you don't have to be McDonald's, KFC, Nike, Starbucks, Armani to be a brand. You yourself as an entrepreneur, whether you're a one-man band, chain of local stores, an electrician, a plumber, a digital marketer, you are and you should be a brand. Everybody's a brand anyway. A brand's really just a, an interpretation of how others see you, really, that, that, that personal brand especially. So let's start with what it is, what is the official definition of a brand? This is from businessdirectory.com. This is what they claim it to be. A brand is a unique design, sign, symbol, words, or a combination of these employed in creating an image that identifies a product or service and differentiates it from its competitors. Over time, this image becomes associated with a level of credibility, quality, and satisfaction in the consumer's mind. So that's the official definition of a brand by businessdirectory.com. So the question here is, how do you or how do your customers differentiate you from your competitors? Really think about that for a second. What is it that makes you unique as a person and as a company? Here's an example from a friend of mine and someone who, who I did a one-to-one -one call with last month, actually, and he's a business coach. And during our chat, he said, Michael, he said, how do I differentiate myself from the other business coaches? I offer the same thing. I offer the same thing what the other coaches offer. And the competition in this market is pretty fierce, especially when it comes to price. And a lot of these guys are franchisees of you know, companies like Action Coach. So they've got a lot of market and branding behind them. Here's the first thing. His mindset was totally wrong. Never have a defeatist attitude. I, I say this because I've had little periods in my life where I've had a defeatist attitude, and it, it, it sucked. It, it, you don't get anywhere with a defeatist attitude. When I you know, created the stores when I'm 17, 42 staff when I'm 19, now 24, I've got all this freedom, the virtual boss lifestyle. And I did that through positivity. Trust me, because everybody told me I couldn't do this. They said, don't be stupid. You're living in cl a cloud cuckoo. 
you cannot be a virtual bot. Well, screw it. Yes, you can. And thousands of other people can have and thousands of other people will be. Many of you listening to me today are, are listening because you don't just want to blow your business up or start a business. You also want that freedom to be able to control because being in business, you're, you're meant to be the captain of the ship. You're meant to be the, the person who ultimately controls the direction and controls the functions and what happens, not be dictated to by the machine. And I do apologize quickly, actually. Um, I've got a slight cold. I'm doing this from my home in Davao City, which is in the Philippines. But I thought I'd do this show anyway um, because it's, it's, it's a really important one. I wanted to get it out there. But I do apologize if I'm sniveling a little bit. It's like, you know, it's like the election with, uh, you know, the debate with Trump and Clinton. <laughs> but anyway, politics aside. Okay, so positive attitude is one of one of the things which one of Britain's great prime ministers himself, Sir Winston Churchill, said. He kept a whole nation morally positive towards defeating you know, Hitler and Nazi Germany. Imagine that. Christ. I mean, we, we all challenge ourselves. This guy just did it for the whole nation. It's crazy. But that's what positivity does. Let's look at two examples of guys who've, who've branded themselves at the top of the game in their particular field. First one you've probably heard of, Tony Robbins. You've either heard of him, read about him, or you kind of know who he is. This guy's worth upwards of 400 million smackaroonies. That's 400 million bucks. What's his branding? He's the personal breakthrough expert. He's the guy that gets you out the rut. Is Tony Robbins magic? Does he have this, like, is he just like, I don't know, was he born like with this godlike power? Is Tony Robbins doing anything differently to what other personal development coaches do? Other NLP guys, hypnosis, combination. No, not so much. But what Tony Robbins is, in addition to being a great entrepreneur, he's also a master branding expert. Tony's created himself this unshakable brand for, de for decades now as the number one guy in the personal development field. His bank balance kind of tells you that. His lifestyle tells you that. He has a lot of freedom himself. Another example, who you might or you might not have heard of, an emergent guy really over the last few years, Grant Cardone. This guy's a sales trainer and a sales expert. And in, in seven, 2017, this guy's dominating the niche of the no BS sales training. His unique branding is the fact he cuts the crap and he, he tells it straight. So he gets away from the old style kind of NLP in terms of selling, and he's real direct. His style is unique. It polarizes opinion, yes. I have friends who hate the guy, and I have friends who think he's the best thing since sliced bread. But the fact is, he does not try to appeal to everyone, which is why his brand is doing so well. It's why he's excelled in the field, because he's managed to stand out. What about Walmart? We've all heard of Walmart, biggest retail, I think it's still biggest retail in the world, certainly has been for a long time. They've branded themselves on lower prices. Is that true or is it not true? I don't know, but it's what the company brand has been built around and it might have been true at one point, it might be true today, but their whole brand is still, you know, super successful because of the whole low price thing, mass market low price. My brand, who Michael Brody? I'm the virtual boss. My brand is about freeing up time, growing businesses by hiring virtual assistants and building remote teams to, to free yourself from the business from and free yourself from the stuff you don't want to do. Or maybe you don't want to do so you can get back control of your life. My brand is about empowerment through virtual assistants. What's your brand? 
what do you want people to know you for? I'm known as the virtual boss. Tony is known as the go-to guy for overcoming personal obstacles. Cardone is about hard-closing sales tactics, you know, real hard-closing sales. What about you? How can you position yourself as an authority in your area? Does this have to be global or even national? No. My brand is building and building and building. My brand is about going national, but it doesn't in global, but it doesn't have to be. It can be about a local market. The fact is that a local market knows how to define and associate you. And it's your job to create the right brand association. And you, you, you know, if you're like anyone, a lot of people say, they say, why is brand important? Is it super important? Well, here's the thing. Without a brand, you're simply one of many options. Without a brand, you will struggle to convey value. I mean, true value, especially in a competitive marketplace. It can result in you fighting out the battle to the lowest price, which ultimately means strangle and profit margins. I hate this. It's, oh, God, I'm, I'm getting depressed just thinking about strangle and profit margin. And then working for cents on the dollar or pennies on the pound, which isn't what anybody wants to, to create a company for. Another vital aspect of a brand is about delivering on expectations. You've got to, you know, boom, you've got to deliver on expectations. I can't say how, how important this is. On virtual staff .page, we also, we, you know, we make it free to try. So you can literally go to our site, www.virtualstaff.ph, and you can post a job, and you have the Filipino virtual assistants apply directly to you. We don't charge recruitment fees because we're not in that business. Our business is about being the best value option and, you know, the easiest option for anyone wanting to outsource tasks and hire VAs, virtual assistants. You can do the same. And I'm, I'm going to give you five keys right now to creating a successful brand. Number one, start by defining your brand. What is it you stand for? Number two, when building your brand, think of it as a person. Don't speak like a corporation with all this spiel, especially if you're a startup, you're a small business, or you're in the creative and personal branding market, like a coach or a, a, a blogger or, you know, all these kind of businesses. And number three, consider what's driving your business. Where does your revenue come from? Who do you want to appeal to? Who are your market? Because we don't appeal to everybody. Who's your market and hone in on it and really appeal to them? Give them so much value. Really appeal to that market. Number four, aim to build a long-term relationship with your customers. Don't go for a quick buck. Been there, done it, don't do it. A quick buck is not good. Aim to build long-term value. Go beyond the initial purchase. And trust me, I've seen it in my life and I've seen it in my business. And the dividends that will pay financially and from a personal perspective in all areas of your life will be beyond measure. Trust me, it works. Number five, speak to your customers with a consistent tone of voice. Don't jump around. Be direct. Go out there and put yourself in a position. We're not politicians, we're entrepreneurs, we're business people, we're people who actually create jobs and create you know, money, we don't spend other people's. Don't dilly-dally, don't jump around the answers to the questions. Speak to your customers with a consistent tone of voice. You'll notice on all of my podcasts, on all of my shows, on all of my videos, I consistently tell people not to use these recruitment companies, and I consistently tell people to outsource and hire virtual assistants so they can free up the time. I don't jump around that. I also tell people that they can do it very easily. I don't tell them it's difficult because it's not. 
I'm not there to scaremonger. I'm not there to try and get rip you out, off out of five hundred dollars or a thousand dollar fees. I'm there to give you the best options available. So understand, no matter how awesome you are, people will love you or they'll hate you. People will agree and they'll disagree. People will champion your brand and people will frown upon it. Even companies like Apple, Apple is one. Apple really polarizes opinion. They have the two extremes. They have Raven fans who are like, you know, Apple nuts. They're Apple obsessed. They are Apple maniacs. And they have haters. I have, I have a friend, Jordan, back in uh, back in Newcastle in, in the United Kingdom. And he um, he he's in the mortgage game. And he um, he's a huge Apple hater. He doesn't buy anything Apple. And he's a tech guy. He likes tech. But very, very against Apple. Then I have other friends who are, they're Apple obsessed. When Apple releases a product, they'll be in the queue. I mean, really, like camp out and all that kind of thing, you know. And me personally, Michael Brody, along with probably Grant Cardone, I'm one of the most polarizing people in the world. Possibly the president of America, President, you know, President Trump, and possibly President Duterte of the Philippines, might be up there with us as polarizing opinions. But what I'm saying here is, I know what I stand for. My customers, my fans, my friends all respect me for that. They respect me for my directness and my purpose and directness in both my personal branding and the branding of virtualstaff.ph. You'll notice that we don't try to appeal to everyone. We appeal to our market. And that's key here. That's what it's all about. So know your market and appeal to your market. Don't try to appeal to everybody. Okay, so... This is just a quick one, and I have really, really enjoyed this episode today about talking about branding. It's a, it's a topic which is super important, and it you'll notice it connects with everything. The previous podcast, we talked about how to build a content team. Branding is key to the content team, so this is the next building block for you. You need to know what your branding stands for. You need to know how that interacts with your customers, you, 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 and you need to know how you can build content what relates to your branding. And if you're outsourcing or you're hiring VAs to write the content for you, make sure they all know the vision of the business and they know what the business stands for. They know what the brand stands for. So your content all works and coincides with your personal branding. Question of the day. What is your personal tip when it comes to personal branding? I want to know what you think. Give your personal tip when it comes to personal branding. What is it that's important to you in your business? Tweet me your answer at Twitter, which is, of course, at The Virtual Boss. Thanks again for listening. I know it's real short compared to usual. Usually we talk in at like over half an hour, but I hope it's helped. And I'll see you for episode five of Confessions of a Virtual Boss. And remember to tweet me at The Virtual Boss. And of course, check out www.virtualstaff.ph if you want to look at hiring a VA to help you build that brand. Thanks again, and I will see you on Twitter so we can tweet, twit, whatever it is, but Twitter. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll see you next time. This is Confessions of a Virtual Boss.